You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome to another episode of Funky Monkey MMA. I'm your host, Joel Rojas. Today we have a great guest for you. Uh, you may have seen him in glory on a couple of occasions, few occasions. He's now ranked number nine in the heavyweight division. Um, everybody help me join Anthony, the Joker McDonald's Watch Show. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing good, man. You know me, stay training. That's what I do. Always, man, always working to train. 1% better each time, man. That's what I'm talking exactly, about. Exactly, brother. Right, right. So um, let, let's start off with a couple of weeks ago, you had a, you took a fight. Now, that was on short notice, correct? That king of the cage against Josh? Josh Apple? Yeah. Yeah, that was a right. short notice fight. Yeah, because primarily you are a, a, a kickboxing is your area of expertise. Um, that was a pretty premature stoppage. I mean, you were trying to get up. And he, he was punching you when when you went to get up. The ref stepped in. Am I am I right? Yeah, he um he got me onto the ground. And I was like, okay. As I was getting up, he got one good shot in. And as I was getting up, it's like bam. I was like, okay, he got me. So I'm still trying to get up. As I trying to get up, referee stopped it. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty premature. Yeah, and you know, as I was alluding to before, um, you're primarily a kickboxer in the Glory organization. And I know you've been calling out some names for, for quite some time already, and it just seems that nobody wants to fight. and nobody Nobody's looking to fight. I know the, the champ is busy, if I'm not mistaken. So um, anybody respond, or is there anybody else that you might want to get in the, in the ring with that isn't, that isn't one of your call-outs? Uh, you know, the main thing like, that a lot of people don't know is, like, you know, when you're in, like, a sports, UFC, you know, glory like that, you try to make that name for yourself. You call out the big dogs, you know, not be afraid. So right now, my focus right now is on uh, Junior Taffa. You know, I was like, I, I hopped on uh, Twitter because I was like, you know what, he'd be an interesting opponent. You know, even though he, he won his fight in Glory China, he's mm-hmm. like, I want to fight right ASAP. I want to fight ASAP. I'm like, mm-hmm. I hop on I hop on Twitter. I was like, hey, man, good fight. So how about me and you? You know, I'm ready to fight. I know you're ready to fight. What's up? I respect. Right. And all I know, I'm sitting home and my phone goes off and he's all like, telling glory, let me fight this clown right here, this joke. And I'm like, okay, dude, first of all, the joke is you think you can beat me, but we'll let glory handle this. What's up? So right now, I can't say anything, but uh, something's about to happen. That's what's up. I'm looking forward to it, man. Definitely looking forward to it. Let, let, let's kind of focus. Uh, um, let's shift the focus somewhere a little bit different, out of the realm of glory, and talk about what happened uh, over the weekend. I know that you know you and Kobe are tight. Same thing with me. Um, just want to get your thoughts on the whole uh, the whole ordeal. I mean, 
do you do you think that because there's a lot of hate? I mean, you've seen it. I mean, I've I've read it. Just a lot of hate. I mean, death threats. I mean, bringing family in and his family into the, into everything. Uh, what's your thoughts on something like that? Is that something that I look at it as? You know, I mean, I'm a pro wrestling fan, and when you see some right. of these wrestlers to these arenas, and they're basically, I mean, just about almost similar, with the exception of the um, Brazilian term. It's, you know, they call places a dump. They call places, they even make fun of the audience, you know, and whatnot, calling them fat and what, all, you know, this and that. And that that's part of their way of getting heat. Now, that's the way I look at it, because he was in Impact Wrestling, you know, he's a big wrestling fan himself. So I, I think that he's basically taking a page out of the wrestling book, so to speak, and hoping that into the, the fight game to basically get what he wants because the McGregor effect nowadays has, has taken everybody by storm. And they feel that's the way to get big fights. And look at Kevin Lee, example. Kevin Lee was talking, talking, talking. He got that interim title shot against Ferguson. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for him. But, right. I mean, ranking rank number seven, to jump to number three, and in the welterweight division, that, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense financially right now. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I agree. I, I actually agree with you complete 100%. No, but people don't realize is that, you know, like you said, WWE world, you got those guys who talk like that, and that's what gets them, that's what gives them attention. That's right. why I was like, that's why I say, like, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a sport. Nobody gets title shots if you're quiet. Nobody know who you are. You're quiet, but you make these big waves. You know, you want to get the attention, positive and negative. Kobe, for instance, he even said, "You don't trash at me. Come into the arena. You just don't trash at me while I'm there for the week like that." So guess what? You you don't trash. So it's a dump. I'm not saying Brazilian people are dirty or this or like that. He just saying, "Hey, you doing all this trash? I mean, this place must be a dump." And a lot right. of people hate on them, you know, like completely hate on them. They call them racist. Like, wait, what's, I'm like, dude, where's the racist part? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm African-American, you know what I mean? You know, I'm like, I hate that one racist slur. He's, y'all hate him. He's the villain. He's going to pose as the villain. And he, like you said, he was going to impact wrestling. And he took some, no- he took some notes from it. And he said, hey, impact wrestling, I'm a villain. So guess what? I'm going to bring it to the MMA world. And guess what? It's working out for him. Went from number seven to number three, and everybody's talking about having a try to Tyrone Woolley, even uh, Ariel Hawani, from the video I showed you earlier. Right, and it's just it makes it makes feasible sense. You know, Woodley, Woodley, like like I'll allude to what Ariel said. I mean, I didn't really watch the entire you know video you sent me. I did see, but I didn't see the actual um, broadcast that he had. But from what I understand, he said something to the effect of Woodley, you know, he's tired of being called everything in the book. He's looking to be the good guy. Give him that chance. They booked that in St. Louis. That's money right there. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, he's like, right now, and everybody, Willie's the good guy right now. Willie's like, hey, you know, this guy's running his mouth. This guy's making ways. Everybody wants to shut up, shut him up. So Kobe is like, Kobe is like pretty much poking the bear right now, saying, "I'm ready for you. Mm-hmm. Come on, what's up? What's up? What's up?" To the point he can be like, oh, "Screw it, let's go." Everybody said to knock him out. I'm gonna knock you. He can. Everybody say he's gonna knock Kobe out. Prove it. So you can knock out Kobe. 
Kobe is eager, eager to have that championship chance. It's all Kobe's plans. And everybody's hating him because, one, Kobe defeated a, a, a UFC legend, bro, with a, with a vicious ground game, and he played it great. He played that fight great. And people are like, Kobe's boring. Kobe's a boring fight. He always wrestles. Not this last fight. Kobe right. pretty much answered y'all, answered y'all a little plea out there of your boring fight, and he stood in bang with Maya. And after that, he dominated him. After the first round, he dominated him from two to three. So Kobe's giving y'all y'all answers, but a lot of people are not satisfied because one, Kobe be a legend, and two, Kobe be him and 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 dominated form, and he's beating everybody, making him look easy. Absolutely. And what was your take on the striking? I know he's got criticized of the striking, saying you know Maya chipped him up, cut him up in the first round. What's gonna what's Woodley? What's uh a Lawler gonna do? A Wonderboy Thompson gonna do? Um. I'll be very honest. You know, I speak. I, I speak from the heart, and I don't. I don't dick ride anybody. Um, right. The striking, I believe, could have been better. I think that he needs to work on that striking. But as far as the wrestling is concerned, I think he's got that down pat. I think that he'll be um, would be anywhere in, in the octagon. But if he doesn't work on that striking, it's going to be a long night. I, I believe that he he he. That's that was that, cause for me that that striking was questionable. Yes. But I feel like it was a it was a style because when he fought uh Kim he was crisp when yeah, he fought uh when he fought Piles he was like winging but he was more tight and crisp I think mm-hmm. he threw like that because he know if he came at Maya like for the grass up pop 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 Maya would take him down right. so as Kobe fought a way that even if Maya shot down what you're throwing. My, his legs are so far behind that Maya would have to reach and Kobe would have enough time to really still sprawl out and stop the takedown. So right. I feel like from the past videos I watched of Kobe striking, I even told my wife, I was like, Kobe, I think Kobe is swinging like that because he knows if he came at Maya like he normally does with people, with the, the aggression and the punching, Maya would go in for the leg and take him down and take him back. Yeah, so I feel like it was, it, was, it was a sloppy fighting, bro. I feel like it was sloppy fighting, but it was Kobe's way of like saying like you're not going to take me down if I swing like this. Right. Never looked at it like that. You know what? That's a good way of looking at it. Never even thought about that. Um, when he pieced him up, they might come in. When he when he backpedaled, that's when you saw the tightness of the, the power. Bam, bam, bam. And when yeah. Maya got off the cage, Kobe started throwing sloppy, the little jab, the ugly hook, saying, "Come on, I know you want to shoot in. You want to try to shoot in." But when he got to get the cage, Kobe was tight. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Let's switch back gears to now to uh, focus back on you, um, the glory, the um, glory rankings. You know, I believe every, it, it's it's open right now. I mean, this is your time to to get up there and, and make a name for yourself. Um, I'm gonna shoot some names to you. I'll play a little game. Um, I'll shoot a couple names to you, and just tell me the first word that pops into your head. Um, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Angela Marshall. Uh, uh, the big. <laughs> he's like he was like six nine, but he's huge for a six nine. All right. Um, Gudo, Guto. Uh, 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 with that, like uh, his striking is uh unpredictable. But, um, well, of course, Rico. Got his action about Rico. Technical, technical genius. If you, if um, aside, let, let, let's 
think about the outside realm of is not just glory. If you had the right. opportunity to to fight anybody, whether it be an MMA, kickboxing, or what have you, who would you want to fight? Like, let, let, let's let's look outside of the box of glory for a minute. Okay. The organization. I would want to fight hands down. I would want to fight uh, Catalina Masano. Hmm. That can that can be interesting. Carpentier Death. <laughs> <laughs> um, now th- there is something I wanted to touch on. I um, right. I'll be very honest with you. It's a touchy subject. I'm not sure if you want me to bring it up. I'm pretty sure you know what I mean. That's um, right, bro. It's more of a personal thing. Um, because I want to see something of that nature to happen to not just a fighter, but just a person, a parent, anybody, anybody, anybody right. that has kids or nephews and nieces. It. it it's a very strong impact. Um, you know, for those that don't know, um, your beautiful daughter, Octavia, you know, went with the angels. And it actually bothered me saying this because as a parent, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, as a parent, you know, Amy and I, we were, we were devastated. We were devastated. And we saw how, you know, you were, you were training, you were just training on, you know, hardcore. And, you know, I know definitely that definitely motivated you to, you know, to move forward and just everything you do going forward is for your for your daughter, you mean family. How much yeah. of an impact has did you did you think about, you know, did you think, you know, is, am I doing the right thing? Am I gonna continue fighting or because it might not it might affect me mentally but, or did you just it motivated you even more? Um it, it impacted me in a big way, man. And again I wanna show uh, say thank you for the uh respect, love and respect that you show for me and my family, man. And that and that that moment, man, it means a lot, you know. Um, uh, it took them, it hit me hard, man. Like, it took me a minute, it took me a good minute. Like, do I, like I said, do I want to fight? What do I do? Because it's like a whole, because we've seen people pass away left and right, you know, but it's a whole different level of pain when it's your loved one, it's your, when it's your child. And, the only thing that kept me going, man, was that I promised that little girl that I was going. She was going to come to my first show. It was against. It was against uh, Jimmy Jeanette. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happened. But I was like, I promised her I was going to put on a show, and a lot of people were like thought that you going to put on a show, a fight, just a fight. And I said, No, man, I'm going to put on a show in life for my daughter, man. I'm going to put on a show every fight I step in a cage or. I step in the ring, I'm going to put on a show for her because I promised that little girl that I'm going to put on the show. So my whole motivation is, to, is for her, you know, my family, not just, I guess my, like my family also, but for her, cause I know I'm going to be champion one day and I know she's watching me and every day, man, I go in there, I go in the gym, I'm putting the show for her. And when I step in that ring, I put on the show for her, you know, and it, it went to lose, man. She going to be, I know she's smiling, going, wow, that, that was amazing. Absolutely. And that, that just gives me goosebumps, man, because I can't even imagine what that feeling is like to have someone so close to you, let alone a child of yours. It's just, oh, man, I, I, I don't know how you do it, man. I, I give you so much respect. And I, your wife, you know, I know she's your rock. you both each other's rock, you know, yeah, and that, and, you know, as 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 crazy as it may seem, you know, that actually I feel could bring you guys or maybe has brought you guys even more closer together because 
you know, you you went to a life-changing event, and you guys are still there. You're there with each other. You know, that's your, your support system. It will always be your support system and vice versa. And, you know, it, it – it's very it's very refreshing when you have someone that loves you and supports you no matter what and is always there for you. You know, we all we're none of us are perfect. Absolutely none of us. Male, female, what what have you. None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. We all screw up. But at the end of the day, knowing that you you got that person to turn to and no matter what, you're on the ground, it might be raining, pouring hail, sleet hail, that woman or in your case, you know, switch roles with, with her and you. You guys yeah. got each other. Had that umbrella here. I got you. Get up. You know Thanks. that itself is empowering. That itself motivates you, and just you know, it, 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 it's great because, like, I, like you know, you know, my wife Amy is a clown. You know, and a lot of similarities between us of all four of us because yeah, um, we're not afraid to show that affection. We're not afraid to let our guard down when it comes to you know our significant other. Because we know that at the end of the day, that there's family that is is only called family because of the title. There is, there is you know, family can sometimes be your worst your worst enemy. But to know that your partner in life has your back and will always will. That's all. Sometimes that's all the the, the support you need. Uh, you know, as well as your fans and your five supporters and whatnot. That is a motivation. That is a a, a reason to get up in the morning and say, I'm going to push forward. Most definitely. That's why you see me making these crazy videos, man. On either either on Facebook or on Instagram. It's just like yeah. having fun, just enjoying life, you know. And my wife is like, you know, why you stop doing it? She know I'm doing it, but she's like, it just feels good, fun, you know. Make crazy videos of us training, you know. She pushes me, I pushes her, I push her, and just like showing that hey, life is great. You know, we're stronger. We're better, you know. We're just gonna keep pushing it forward. It's like this is what we do daily: have fun, you know. And I just put, I make crazy videos and I put them up. Absolutely, you got you got you got to enjoy life because you know, from a from a personal point of view, from a personal from a person that has actually been through the very depths of of the bottom of the pit and rose back literally from the dead. I can tell you that you and you, I mean, I appreciate life more than I ever have because when. Yeah. You know, when I had that moment where I was I was basically pronounced dead for 30 minutes and my youngest daughter found me lifeless in the bed, you know, wow. people ask, yeah, people ask sometimes, you know, or wonder, what, what do you see what happens when you, when you die? I, and I can honestly tell you, I don't. I can tell you one thing, I have no recollection or memory of what happened that entire year at all. Don't remember anything. I have to, I have to depend on my wife telling me, my kids reminding me, or even sometimes looking at my Facebook memories and be like, damn, I did this. Or, Man, I said that. What, what was I thinking, you know? And right. you just learn to appreciate life even more. Even, you know, and, you know, as a person that is an advocate for mental health, I, you know, there's a lot of people, there's, there's millions of people that suffer from depression. Um, some people cope with self-harming. Well, now, I know this is a weird turn I took this to, but, you know, it's always good to get a um, a fighter's perspective about life as well outside of the ring or the cage. But yeah. to, um, to, to get to, to be able to appreciate that and look at what you could have missed, you know, like, damn, I can tell you one thing. The only thing I do remember is when I woke up with those tubes in my, and the machines in my, in my throat and whatnot, I just remember the loudest sound that I've ever heard in my life when my eyes opened up. It was like a loud boom. 
and just waking up and looking around and just don't know what is going on. You have an idea and don't know what's going on, but you know something happened. And right. it just, that's when I, who really wrote for me, who was, you know, um, the people that really cared for me, who didn't care for me. And to this day, you know, my wife and my kids are my, my, my number one rock. I me, And my mother, that, that's about it. And my brother. Everybody else, that's why I say family could be your worst enemy. Because, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, they, 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 they could be having a third eye on you. They could actually be wishing you well when in reality they hope you fail. You know, and then, yeah. exactly. And, you know, that's, when, that's why I had to ask you about that, you know, that change, life changing event for you. So I know you don't want to give any details of what's coming up, but um, I'm still really out of weight. Uh, you're going to probably, like I said, a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, like, yeah. like in this sports world, man, like, especially, like, the low promotion, I know, like, even, like, the low, low promotions, like, you know, Midtown MMA and, like, WFC, like that, you, like, you can tell, hey, I got a fight coming up with this promotion, blah, 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 but with, like, stuff like Glory, UFC, and all that kind of stuff, they, they'll tell you that it's, like, a confidality. They, like, can't say anything until we say something first, so. I feel like it's I'll let you, it's soon. Uh, I'll be, I'll personally let you know when I first get it clear. I'll personally send you like the information that I tell you before I post it up, man. Because I have so much respect for you and your family, man. You and your wife, y'all, y'all, just, y'all, y'all are amazing people, man. And you know, even do all this crazy stuff that's happened to me in my career, man. All the hate I got, the, the backlash I got for the night. Uh, Having the Jimmy fight do certain personal stuff and do the commission, everybody just like backlash on me. But you and your family, you didn't, man. You like understood it, what happened, and and then judge me on it. You know, y'all said y'all knew that. Hey, Anthony, you're a fighter. We know you're a fighter. We know that you don't back out from fights, and and I appreciate it. So I will personally tell you when the time is right. They say, hey, you can now you can do it. I'll personally tell you, brother, and you'll be the first one to know. I appreciate that. And like I said, it stays between us. It always, you know, anything as I've been told, whether it be by you or anybody, if it's supposed to stay on the wraps, that's how it stays. When it's okay yeah. to say something, then, I, you know, hey, I just found this out. You know, that's how it is. And I, really, I, I appreciate that. I, you know, much respect to you and your family. You know, that means a lot to my wife and I. And, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's awesome and it's an honor. It really is. Um, yeah. And now heading in. Yeah, definitely. Heading into this um, next fight, uh, what camps have you been working with? I mean, particular uh, camps that I'm more independently? Uh, cause like, before this fight, I was talking about this fight, man, uh, you know, I was just like lifting, kept my cardio up, you know. I only time I changed my routine for the uh, this last King of the Cage fight, mm-hmm. which I can tell you right now, I did retire from MMA because I wanted to focus on my kickboxing more, and I'm glad I did because Something this big is about to happen, but right now I'm just sticking my stick to my routine. I have uh, my coach uh, Ryan Harris, you know, up my training, develop my striking a lot more, be more fast, more fluid. You know, uh, he, he kept telling me that you're a big heavyweight man, but you're elusive, you're fast, you have cardio, but we're going to put all this stuff together. You know, so that's what we've been doing. Um, my dieting is a lot better right now. I'm more lean, leaner than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just like just keeping it, keeping it like staying strong. You know, that's why you always hear me say stay ready, never getting ready, because a lot of people are think, oh, you stay ready because you don't train. I'm like, no, I stay ready because I'm always training. So 
you get that phone call say it's a two weeks notice. Can you do it, dude? And someone who my opponent is, I'm always ready. I'm re- I'm ready to this day. Just just give me an opponent, and I can prepare for him. You know, absolutely. But uh, but so like yeah, this like I just like this up my striking. I could actually focus more on my kickboxing, not the uh, takedown or takedown defense, which is uh, feels great. <laughs> it feels real great. That's what's up. Um, um but yeah, it's like I just know that my opponent is uh he's uh he's a he's a uh like a he's like a he's a Samoan. He's tough. Hard chin and I get to test it. Oh man, that that's a good little hand I'm definitely looking forward to because I'm Samoan, they can take a shot. And to be able to yeah, test it yeah. over and just chip away at it is a thing of beauty. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I can say that he is his last fight was very impressive. He blew to the guy like once that guy felt his first his power, he folded up, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's over, man. This guy's not going to stand with him because he got hit that one time and chin. He went down, he got back up, and he just got balling up. I was like, yeah, this he ain't get, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna win this fight, and he didn't win. Samoan won. I I think I have a great idea who it is. We'll just keep it like that. Um, unfortunately, I have to wrap it up now. Um, Anthony, before we leave, is there any shout-outs you want to give to your sponsors, anybody in particular? I want to give a shout-out to you, Joel, man, for having me on your show, man. It's a real honor and a real privilege, man. I thank you for that. Uh, I give a shout-out to my main sponsor, Eliminate. Uh, help me with this crazy shorts, man, Eliminate shorts, the T-shirts that we wear, man. It's, it's, it's an honor. I've been with them. I've been with those guys since the – Day one of King of the Cage, man. As soon as I got signed to the uh, tournament, they started sending me crazy, awesome gear. My team, uh, Peaceful Fighter, uh, Peaceful Fighter MMA here at Springfield, and uh, Coach Ryan and them, and Forever mm-hmm. Strong, you know, with Vic and uh, the, uh, Vic and his family, keeping me conditioned, keeping me ready. And, uh, yeah, man, and, again, thank you for having your show, brother. Uh, not a problem, man. It's a pleasure. Uh, so I just wanted to give a quick a message to the fans. Whenever you see Anthony make his big announcement, uh, let's show some love for him. Let's also show some love for his beautiful daughter. Has- and whenever you retweet, we um, share whatever you do. Remember the hashtag, um, fighting for Octavia. Remember that. Princess, uh, yeah, we, we do it. We, uh, yeah, fight for, fight for Princess Octavia. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Not a problem, man. It was a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show, Anthony, and we look forward to seeing you back in that ring. Uh huh, yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. I'll... You be safe, brother. All right, you too. Have a good one. You too, brother. That was Anthony, the Joker McDonald, on our show tonight. Uh, once again, a special shout out to Anthony for coming on the show. Um, big shout out to um, his wife, his family. Um, shout out to my wife, Amy, and my daughters, Ayana and Sanaya. And as he said, you know, anytime that he posts up, let me show some love. Hashtag <clears throat> um, fight for Princess Octavia. And Octavia, this show is dedicated to you, baby girl. You, everyone, have a good one. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Dustin Hill, Funky Monkey MMA. We are live Evolution Fighting Championships number seven here with one of the uh, co-owners, David Rickles. I uh, was supposed to fight Brendan Ward a couple weeks ago. Uh, he got scared. What? So he didn't get hurt. He got scared, <laughs> right? Is that how that Nah, goes? I don't know. I, you know, I man, he got knocked out in training or some shit happened, man. And, you know, uh, whether, regardless of 
I mean, if something like that happens, you don't want to go into a fight. So I understand, you know what I mean? So uh, I, I'll whoop his ass at, at, at any given chance, though. As soon as he's ready to go, like, we can get it going. You know, me and you talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, Thackerville, I thought, would be on the horizon. But uh, you're targeting January, is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I'm always trying to push, like, to get a date. You know, like, and, and honestly, for Bellator, like, it, lately it's just been hard to do that. Like, when, when when is the date? Give me a date. Like, just give me a date to be ready for it, and I can do that, man. And, uh, you know, this uh, Brennan Ward fight didn't pan out, and I know they got a lot of motherfuckers on the roster they need to get going. And that's, that's just the truth of it. There's a lot of other fighters on the roster. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, Dave Rickles, though, Hey, hey, you know I bring the entertainment, son. So, and I've never had a damn boring fight. So, let's go. Hey, man, he's still he, Hey, man, he shaved off the beard. I I kept it for a month and a half to come to EFC. Nonetheless, uh, you went from 55 to 70. What's that transition been like for you? I know it's a it's a lot smoother cut. Happy, man. Like it's just uh, being so, happy and healthy when you walk in the cage is so important, man. And it started to get <laughs> it started to get so damn hard. Uh, to, to walk into that cage and be happy, man, at 55. Like, the weight cuts were honestly getting harder. My body was putting on more muscle because I was training it so damn hard. And I'm just getting older, man, so my, I'm stacking on a little more muscle, and then you know, I'm getting that grown man, caveman body. So, uh, yeah, it's just been tough, and 70 is where I'm going to be at. All right, tomorrow night, EFC Until they 7. make a 65. Once they make a 65, oh, I'll be the, awesome. they'll just crown me the champ. Okay, so, uh, you know... You've got the Heller walkouts. You've had the Fred Flintstone. You've had JP behind you. The the mannequin to me was, or is that is that what? Yeah, that mannequin. Yeah. What's next, man? How, how can you top, dude? Literally, you, know, you, I, you had eight thousand people. It's literally. never a goal. You know, that's the thing. Is it's never a goal to try to top the next one. It's just. It's just coming up with something that's going to be hot for me at that moment. Like, it's what I want to do, you know. And, and and maybe that'll be riding out on a, a cheetah print tricycle, you know what I mean? Like a, a unicycle or something, like a, a three-wheeler or maybe a motorcycle. Actually, a motorcycle would be real badass. If I could get it to shoot flames out the back, that'd be pretty damn cool. So as long as my cornerman didn't get roasted in the background. Could it be like a like a... A caveman saw tricycle type of thing? Possibly, man. You know, yeah, you man, know, that's, I, you that's know I'm up for whatever. Like, and I just come up with these things as I go, man. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, this would be hella dope. And then I just do it. So, All right. Now, you know, we're, we're here, EFC, seven weigh-ins. What can uh, the fight fans here in Wichita expect tomorrow night? I mean, you you look up and down the card, top to bottom, Amy to pro. It's, it's stacked, man. What can fans expect? Man, uh, you know, I, I really expect good fights, man. I do my best to to create uh, action packs from the beginning. You know what I mean? Like I want people to be entertained when they walk out here and I think I've done a good job of like putting those kind of those style of fighters on with each other. Um, fighters, you know, if a guy a fighter's a little more of a slow starter, hey, he's gonna get somebody who's gonna come off hot. You know what I mean? Force you to fight. So uh, you know, I just try to make you know, styles make good exciting fights. All right, caveman. He's looking for a January return to the Bellator cage. Stick and stay funky monkey MMA.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMAWreckage.com, and FightBookMMA.com. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. 
You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.